Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. Snails lay eggs. They do? What do they look like? Chicken eggs. How small? What? How small are they? But they taste like escargot. It depends on the size of the snail, but the larger snails, they legitimately look like chicken eggs. I'm going to Google this later. You should. It's uncomfortable. I want to I see photos. I don't, but I do. You know. You get it. And I'm Cameron. Use the hashtag GeekScorner to talk at us about snail eggs. No, don't do that. I mean, if you want to. Good. First things first, what you really need to tweet us about, and I guess we can check the chat also, is uh, we have a new friend here. um, You have a friend. Our friend Jeff. Her name is Katie. uh, We've recently agreed to actually be friends with her. Other friend. This one. Oh, sorry. Yes. So our friend here, Pork from another planet. You are a friend. Celebrating Halloween time. Wonderfully, um, needs a name. So this porg appeared uh, in our on our door, looking for a home and friendship and shelter. Don't and four hundred one k benefits with five percent matching annuity. Yeah, but then they discovered out we don't offer those. No. Um, anyway, yeah, dental's all right. If you have a good name for this porg, please let us know in the comments or on Twitter, and uh, we will uh, consider them carefully. And I don't know. We should do this for a couple weeks, if you like. And uh, and then when we have the perfect name, we will sear it into his carapace. Sure, that that's one way to do it. Or maybe stitch it. Like right across the back. Yeah, kind of like, like yeah, like a, the like Letterman's jersey. jacket. Yeah, like a spirit jersey. Like a spirit jersey. I'm surprised they don't jersey. have a porg. I can hear spirit. that eye roll. That was real good. A porg spirit jersey. That's don't that's say that loud. Yeah. Don't. Hashtag porg, porg spirit jersey. Hashtag Be quiet. They can hear you. Jersey. Yes, that's a good idea. Um, or you know, all of the above. Uh, anyway, that's that's what we would like to do, and uh, maybe like maybe it's a that's good. Are, are there any names that are off? Because the off website's the table? called Daps Magic. Anything inappropriate, right? Well, yeah, I don't mean legitimately. I just mean like, wow, don't not Jack. Jack's too easy. Not no. Norm. Well, I don't know. You could make it. Norm is off limits. Yeah, Norm is another Porg, and as we all know, Porgs cannot. Change and I think names. Porgins is off limits too. Porgins, yes. Yeah, well, Porg is is also a Porg, so yeah. yeah. Can't so can't go. Can't need a new name. I don't unique. remember what Bailey's um, mom ended up naming her Porg, but that name is also off If it's punny, it gets extra points. Absolutely. No. Doesn't guarantee a win, Minus but if it, if it makes Luke laugh, no. if it makes Luke give another pun to follow up no. with the first that's pun, even less points. Uh, you get more points. And then ultimate points is if Luke does a pun, which leads to Cameron doing a pun, which leads to me doing a pun. If you hit all three, that's like solid gold. Yeah. Uh, here's here's an example for you. Gordon. I hate it. I hate it. Is it is it gonna be uh, flash? No, you. I'm going a different way. Okay. I went Indiana Jones because that's later in the show. Sure. I've got nothing. Please don't look at me. Luke, do you have do you have a? Uh, well, it's not poor against, but pork and patch. A porgin patch? That's yeah. It's a great porgin, Charlie Brown. No, it's no... Would you just get a bunch of uh, rocks? Is that what would happen? Yeah. That's what it feels like for me so far. I got a rock! Okay. Um, Welcome to Geek's Corner. We, for some reason, I'm not included, love porgs! Porgin head. Um, Excuse me! No. 
Horgan head? Yeah. That felt like head. you were calling me a cotton headed mini muggins. Pumpkin head <laughs> could be a porgin head. Um, the look of disgust on Katie's face, lol. Bailey says, I would wear a porg spirit jersey. Listen, it has to have porgs marching across the back. That's exactly what it would have, is porgs marching across the back. JJ Porgrims. Mm -hmm. Is that anything? No. Is that? Drop it. It tastes right. Bad. Leave it. Leave it. Drop it. I don't. The only problem is there's no lens flare on Geek's Corner That's right true. now. So I, I feel like, yeah. We'll grab the nearest bright light and scan it across your face. Same effect. What? <laughs> no, not you. You're here in the real world. They're not real. Just take our iPhone flashlight and... That's what I was going to do. I was going to aim it at the camera and see like, if we could pull this oh, off. I'll get you. All right. So uh, this is the time of year. You guys do your, your thing with the camera thing. And uh, this is the time of year where parties take over everywhere, it seems like. Yeah, we're just not getting a lens flare. Uh, we have uh, the closer. To, to, I don't know. Thank you, Sony. Um, I don't Gosh, know. I Anyways, this Sony. last Thursday night, we went to Not Scary Farm. Yeah. We're going to talk about Halloween. Yeah, and then on Tuesday night, some of us went to... Um, Subtle. <laughs> Everybody was invited. Uh, you were. I, I, I wasn't. Yeah, I were. didn't go. <laughs> it was in Slack about four months no, ago. No, I believe you. I saw it. Okay. Um, anyway. Uh, I chose not to go. It's a better way yes. to Yes. It actually would have been way more fun to have you there because we could have continued on. What am I? Chop liver? Yeah. No, I just think it would have it was, been really good it balance. Was yes. Um, that was me. Anyway, we funny. had a blast with Steven on, on Tuesday night at Oogie Boogie Bash, and we had a blast with Cameron on Thursday night That's at Not nice. Scary Farm. And it, they both really were a blast. Like, we, we had a lot of fun at both of them. Um, Oogie Boogie Bash, what was your highlight, really quick, uh, Katie? Uh, my highlight, uh, Villains Grove. Villains Grove was a surprise hit for me. Uh, especially because it was a good mix of creepier than you would expect at a Disney park. And it's a Disney scare zone without any scarers. Well, but there was parts that were creepy. There was parts that were gorgeous. There were parts that had great music. There were parts that told really cool stories. Um, but there was parts that seriously creeped me out. Uh, and I think part of it was that because my guard was down because I was at Disney. Mm -hmm. But I think Villains Grove, definitely my favorite thing about Oogie Boogie Bash. Okay. Um, what would you say was the top um, entertainment offering for Oogie Boogie Bash? Um, like I will say the surprise. Like if we were to have a um, an award for the surprise hit of the night, there Mickey's was trick or treat two thingy? of them. Uh, yeah, the Mickey's yeah. trick and treat really surprised me with Precious. how fun and cute it was. Yeah. Um, part of it was seeing the character costumes that we don't normally see. Donald's a werewolf. Donald's a werewolf. Um, I'm a baby. Goofy was a a, a, mummy, a mummy, which was hilarious. It was and, perfect. And Mickey and Minnie were cute. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I don't remember that particular monster. <laughs> you don't remember the cute monster? Yeah. But that and the villains um, Grove yeah. were two like surprise hits for me. Because we've been hearing about, especially Villains Grove for a while. I hadn't. Oh, really? That was a villains complete Grove. surprise to me. Oh, uh, it's been on the park's villains blog, and, and I feel like... How did I miss it? I don't know. Like There was pictures, too, that they gave us, but I they were all... Um, they're on the website, too. I'm a, um, I'm a fool. It's okay, but... I mean, it's almost better that way. Yeah, it was. Because what they showed us, I was like, okay, that's nice. And I just had zero expectations. And then I was like, oh, there's a line for this. And then as we went into it, it was like, there's a reason there's a line for this. Yeah. This is actually really good. There's awesome effects. 
And um, I think part of it was also I was trying to keep myself blind to the entire Oogie Boogie Bash because I had never been to a Disneyland Halloween party before. Um, so I tried not to quote unquote spoil it for myself. Yeah. Uh, because I knew I would get a lot of candy, which I didn't bring tonight. Sorry, I'm a failure. Oh, I didn't either. <laughs> we were fine. gonna we were gonna play a game where you guess how much candy we got, how many pieces. I've eaten a lot of it. Um, oh, I have not. Oh, I know. But no candy in Not Scary Farm. No matter how many of the clowns I asked. <laughs> you would think. That's true. Uh, how rude. So then, another new thing this year at the, the Halloween party. Well, they had the projections on the Carthay Circle restaurant, which were awesome. I loved that. Um, the trick or treat trails were definitely an upgrade from other years. Um, previously, generally, you just go down a trail and you get candy. Um, this wow. year, they, yes. Um, this year, they partnered a lot of them with different villains, um, which there, was fun. Like, there weren't any non-villains. Is Matt Hatter a villain? Mm, the Johnny Depp Matt Hatter. He's kind of. It was a the, little bit. The Depp Hatter. Yeah, yeah it, was it was the, the Depp, Depp Hatter. Hatter. It was really cool. Say Depp Hatter. Um, Depp Hatter. And then they had uh, Oogie Boogie and Doctor Facilier and uh, Maleficent and Evil, Evil Queen. Queen. Um, Read my article on DeppsMagic.com to know why most of those aren't actually villains. That is true. Good, good plug. Um, but it it added an extra element. I had zero interest in candy, and I walked away with a bag overflowing just because I did have interest in the characters and yeah. I had to get candy to see the characters, well, and which was funny. <laughs> one of the easiest ones that we got to sit there and watch was Evil Queen. Yeah. Um, because there we could kind of break off without impeding traffic flow. And that was, she was so amazing. fun. Mm -hmm. um, I would have loved to be able to do that for other villains, kind of. But it was kind of hard without impeding other guest flow because we never want to ruin other guest experience. Yeah. But Evil Queen, we were in a spot where we could just sit there and watch and watch guests interact. Watch guests not know what to do. <laughs> yeah, some of them had no clue how to, to do Well, because she's on a microphone. And she's calling her people out, cauldron. too. Yeah, it was great. And people had apples, and she said, eh, you got apples. Um, eh. We got a video of that up on the, web or on the uh, website and the YouTube channel. So, yeah. Uh, check that out. Exactly. Um, the biggest thing that they were really promoting, I feel like, for Oogie Boogie Bash was um, Villainous, which uh -huh. is the new World of Color show. Yes. And um, before I give my thoughts, did you get to watch a video of it at all? I haven't okay, that's fine. I'm waiting until I can actually see it, hopefully. That's fair. Oh, are you going? I'm hoping to. Oh, okay, cool. They, they occasionally do day of sales, by the way, folks. Um, I did not pre-order my tickets on the assumption that perhaps if the stars aligned, I might be able to go day of. Okay. Hopefully something opens up. Um, what did you think of Illness? Um, I thought it was cute. Uh, I do think it was a bit disjointed in parts. Um, it's a little bit clunky. But uh, I went into it not expecting a ton, because I know sometimes these seasonal world of colors can kind of be hit or miss. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. thought the music was fun. I know some people don't like Disco Oogie Boogie, but I it love Disco hilarious. Oogie Boogie. That was maybe the best part of the show, actually. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was fun. You get to see villains. Uh, I really liked the way they uh, incorporated uh, Incredicoaster. I will say something that I said uh, after we watched it the first time was, wow, projections have gotten really good in the last 10 years. Yeah. Because when World of Color first debuted, I remember wanting something more. Yep. And now it's incredible. Like, the things they can do now, even projecting onto Mist, it's really good. Yeah, they did some really cool things. My thought was, is um, villainous to World of Color is the same as Mickey's Mixed Magic is to Disneyland Forever. Yeah. Um, it's fun. If you go in looking for a good time, you're going to enjoy yourself. 
Um, if you go in wanting to see this epic, um, I don't know, masterpiece of art, probably not the right show. Yeah. And it's not trying to be. It's trying it's to be fun. a fun journey through a little girl's imagination of Disney villains as she comes up with what she wants to be for Halloween. Yeah, it's cute. And that's literally the entire premise is, I don't know what I want to be for, for Halloween. And then her mom says, you can be whatever you want to be. And and then she... And the villains go, boop. Yeah. Um, it, it's cute. Like, it's, it's not... It's not going to make anybody cry. It's not no. going to... You know, it, it's not going to win. It might win an award. I don't know. I don't think it would win an award, but it's might fun. Might win a Dapsy. Do you have a thought on that, Cameron? Or okay, stifling um, a yawn, but I was doing it subtly. Did it work? Uh, no. <laughs> um, but it's a fun show. Uh, I would go to the second one if you want to see it and get everything else done first, because I feel like if you go and wait for the first one, you're going to miss out on other things. I agree. Um, the other really fun thing there I thought was the uh, Kingdom Hearts characters. That was so uh, Goofy fun. And, and Donald. That was awesome to see. And uh, and they also had uh, Snow White and Dopey and Blue Fairy and Blue Pinocchio. Fairy, yeah, and Pinocchio. Ah yes, Blue Fairy, the true villain. <laughs> it was so was funny. That a new article? Uh, <laughs> I thought the cutest thing was that uh, Snow White was protecting Dopey as they walked. Uh, oh yeah, Frightfully Fun Parade. Frightfully Fun Parade. And, and the Headless Horseman. Yeah. That was very cool, too. That horse was very tall. Yeah, it was a big horse. Yeah, which um, made it made the uh, Headless Horseman seem that much more menacing. So if you could, would you go see, um, or would you go to Oogie Boogie Bash oh, again absolutely. this year? Okay, or next year. Yeah, so yes, easily. worth it. It yeah. was so fun. Um, Bailey says the reactions from crowds during Villainous, especially the disco Oogie Boogie <laughs> section was great. Also, Villainous is cute. Agreed. Yeah, it's a fun, cute show. Just don't think too much about it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cute. At the end of the day, this is a you theme park, and it's all about entertainment. Yeah, and it's entertaining. Yeah, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yes. Uh, you have any other questions, thoughts on this, Cameron? Headless Horseman in the parade. Does he go past the Headless Horseman statue and go like, yes. yo? He stopped right in front of it. Actually, it was Spider-Man um, meme. He didn't do that, but he did stop. He stops every bit, and it just happened to be we were by the Headless Horseman statue. And which I'm pretty sure they turned off during that part. Good. Because um, yeah. I, I didn't hear it hear soul. I didn't notice it and hear it behind yeah. me. So, clip clop, uh, clip clop. But it was, I liked it. It was pretty cool. And uh, the parade was a lot of fun too. I agree. It was very fun. Cheshire Cat, arguably not a villain, but it's fine. Cameron, what is your thought there? I just looked to the office, looked at the camera. I think that's oh, okay. That's but okay. we did argue that um, in the same spot as Cheshire Cat last year was Vampirina, mm -hmm. who was also not a villain. Uh, it's just kind of like... <laughs> I, I can't argue that one now. I'm just keeping going the pattern. Sure. Uh, it's just kind of like the who is Halloween enough and who could put on the back of the floor that'll make people happy. Yeah. Speaking of Halloween enough... Wait, if it's not Cheshire Cat, who is the villain of that movie? The Queen of Hearts. What'd she do? Tries to cut people's heads off. She's the queen. That doesn't mean she's good. But she does it for bad reasons. It doesn't matter. She's the queen. She's not evil. She is a public figure. Following the law of her country. Say so that logic does not go very far. Um, she's making the law. The only one who gets Alice into trouble is is the Cheshire Cat. I was just the only one that gets Alice into trouble is Alice. Alice. But uh... by the Cheshire Cat's manipulations, which represents her id. Um, that's Lewis Carroll. Anyway, go on. Um, continuing on with Halloween number two. Not scary farm started last Thursday night. We were there for the opening night. It was a ton of fun. Um, it was a different feel this year, wouldn't you say, guys? Yes. Yes. 
Um, you you were there two years ago. Yes, it's been two years. We were wow. talking about that because we had Tyler last year, but he he decided to go off to another country or something. Did he be in Canada? Um, anyway, uh, what were your first overview thoughts of Not Scary Farm this year? The entertainment, stage entertainment, was better than anything I've ever seen in Knots. Yeah. Um, the other elements were toned in a way that uh, was better than two years ago. Um, I didn't feel safe two years ago. I felt safe this year. It's interesting, too, that you talk about that. Is, is Two years ago, everything was definitely really dark. Everything was very... Um, foreboding, I guess, is a good way to put it. A little bit on the edge, I guess. Uh, last year, I felt like they kind of pushed it the other way around, where I could see everything. There were no real mm. surprises. There was too much light, I felt like. Um, scare zones especially. Like, I was like, oh, this is easy for pictures this year. And then this week, it was back to dark again, but not too dark. It was narratively dark. That was the biggest thing yes. I said. Every things that were spooky or scary had a reason for it uh which is true for movie logic too when things get dark in a film uh or there's language or anything else of the sort as long as there's a reason for it you're good and i would actually say there was more lights and more mm -hmm. smoke this year than other years but it felt mm -hmm. darker and it was harder to see but it was more controlled this way so i thought it was a huge improvement um i also like how they seem to be incorporating the story of knott's berry farm into not scary farm a whole lot more um, it was almost a scary farm continuation of Ghost Town Alive this summer mm -hmm. um, with a lot of what they did from the um, the hanging to Origins Maze to the opening, ceremony. the opening ceremony. Like they really started connecting dots, which I think is fantastic because I was even seeing on Twitter all of these people that were huge Ghost Town Alive fans geeking out about the opening ceremony yeah. and... and um, all of origins and the hanging and all this stuff too. That was that was a good opening. They had a good crowd of folks coming out, right? That was there. fantastic. That was awesome. That was the best opening I've seen there. I agree. It was more than just monster mosh pit. Um, I think that uh, when I was waiting for Puppet Up, I actually ran into a friend that I've known for a very, very long time. And the way he described, it was origins specifically, but I feel like it was Scary Farm in general this year. He told me it's a love letter to Calico. True story. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, it's especially Origins, but talking about the opening ceremony, uh, the Calico Scare Zone is better than ever this year because they're actually playing into a narrative. It's not just, ooh, scary. It's um, There's a reason, uh, and I actually thought it made it much more frightening with the opening ceremony yeah. because it was these normal citizens who have this like weird bloodlust and they don't want to hurt people, but they've just, they're becoming monsters. Uh, which I thought was fascinating. Uh, and they really played into that story and everyone who was working. It created a cost to everything that was happening as opposed to just a scare. Yeah, it was it was <clears throat> real and it made everything feel... It made like Ghost Town Alive, you feel like you're part of the story. It felt mm -hmm. like you were part of... Um, you mentioned also uh, Puppet Up, oh God, which to me Up. is the easy home run of this year's Absolutely. Not Scary Farm. Um, it's, it's an adult puppet show brought For forth by the Jim Henson Company. Formerly Elvira Muppets of the Dark. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um, I was surprised at how not adult it was. Part of that could have been the people in the room throwing out uh, ideas. Yeah. But It's all improv. Like, there was some language. 
Yeah. Um, you know, Steve Rogers probably would have had a few things to say, depending mm, later on Steve Rogers, not so much. Maybe earlier, not later, Steve but Rogers. earlier. Yeah. Um, but it was absolutely hilarious, charming. It captured the spirit of the original Muppets mm -hmm. and, and moved forward with it. And yes, it was for adults, but like throw out a few language things and it could have been a kid-friendly show. And it didn't need to be because it's not Scary Farm. And, and really the kids that you would make it more kidly, kid-friendly for probably aren't going to be there anyway. Kidly. <clears throat> kidly, yes. Um, what did you guys think of it? I loved Puppet Up so much. And as you said, and that's what I've... Best way of explaining it to everybody is it taps into the original vision of the Muppets. It feels so Muppety. No, it is not the Muppets. But you sit there and you walk out feeling it like... It has the DNA of the Muppets. Yeah, and you walk <clears throat> out feeling like you just watched Jim Henson and Frank Oz and, like, that era of Muppeteers. Um, and they were all very talented performers. And I also thought that they did do some Jim Henson stuff in there. Like, they did... Uh, classic bits, yeah. Classic bits. They showed video of classic bits and they also recreated them, which uh, was an incredible tip of the hat to where it's coming from and I, l I literally would get a scary farm pass just to go see pop it up it was amazing oh my thoughts exactly yeah I, on the note of uh, the performers in it uh, improv is something very near and dear to my heart I did it a lot um, if you couldn't tell I'm kind of that kind of person wait you are? Uh, I know right? I'm so shocked um, good improv is very hard to do because if it's not perfect it's terrible improv is the thinnest line to oh, walk and if it's not done exceptionally well it is difficult to sit through yeah. now not every joke landed that when we watched it but a good improv show makes you forget about that because the stuff that works really really works and it didn't matter because yeah. they were so good at what they were doing yeah, and they were even just, when the joke wasn't funny it was still like it was like they're really good at what they're doing so mm -hmm. who cares um it was good puppetry it was good music like there was a lot going on. And we saw Brian Henson. Mm -hmm. We basically saw Jim Henson. Well, it's, it's the closest you're going to see. Well, and he, he looks a lot like him, and the way he kind of... He... He's a master puppeteer, and you could just see the puppet come alive in his hands. And, and he's one of those people that when the puppet is talking, you forget to look at the mm -hmm. puppet. Yeah. And, and I will say not everybody on that stage had that gift. There was a couple... But nobody was even close to as good as he was. Like, he had a little crab that he was making talk. And I was geeking out about seeing Jim Henson's son there. And the moment the crab was talking, I forgot it was Jim Henson's son. And, and that's the best compliment Henson's I can um, We also, it was, we got to watch him teach someone puppetry. Who didn't, had no idea. And that uh, was amazing, too. No idea. But you could see the um, kindness and the caring and the love for the craft that was instilled in him from a very young age. Because he was... It was very easy. They could have roasted this person. I had no idea, yeah. but he was yep. showing the kindness and compassion. No, they kept him safe the whole time, and that's another big improv thing, is that doing improv not only is hard, but doing impro improv with somebody, no matter how good they are, yeah. if they're not careful and comforting on stage, makes for a bad show as well, and they yep. were exceptionally good with that as well. Great. Uh, favorite part was of Not Scary Farm? Uh, not Scary Farm Origins. Origins, and what did you say? I, this year, the hanging. I'm gonna go with the hangings. First time it's so bummed. We so like it's we the were, first time I've actually liked the hanging. I agree. To go that high, it was pretty good. Well, and I think we can just hit on this really quickly. Is there was a moment in the show where uh, they said we need to. What was it? They need. We need to. Stop. Well, they gave a literal gallows speech. Like, but 
it was an actual good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was basically we need to stop hating on each other and allow each other to like be different, and that's okay. And and it was between a uh, was it a witch from Calico and then the sheriff, mm -hmm. and it was really a great you know how we should be treating each other in general like this moment of like a moral for the story in the hangings which you don't expect all right um moving on to something else unexpected frozen 2's else trailer unexpected mm -hmm. uh frozen 2's second trailer came out this week and uh we have all watched it and and i think the thing that is unexpected for me at this point is how much i am looking forward to seeing this movie today versus a year ago today um, what do you think of the trailer real fast, either of you? Cute snow lizard. That is true. <laughs> I saw you react when you saw the snow lizard, and I'm like, well, Katie's got a favorite. Uh, <laughs> also, there's a lot of really cool deep meaning, and I'm sure we're going to learn a lot of lore, but cute snow lizard. Ah! And world building that would lead to a really awesome video game slash Disney Plus series. Ah! Yeah, it's called Kingdom Hearts. Maybe you play that. <laughs> what do you think of the trailer? The trailer's good. Um... Continue on from the last one. I feel like they're really pulling a lot from some Scandi lore and Norse lore. Um, they're talking about a forest to the north that no one can go in or out of. That's the land of the fairies from Norse legend. Uh, and we get to see a selkie, or sometimes called a nick, uh, which is a water horse. And that's all over northern lore, and the fact that Elsa's riding it means very, very good things. Nay. Nay. Very good things. Uh, yeah, so is it, Tunnel Lore stuff, that was the biggest one I jumped out for me, though. And I like what they're doing with the characters. Like, it's clearly going to be a, um, a finding yourself, or keeping yourself as she's discovering more and more power and how, um, how it can seduce you, as the magic can seduce you, and, and trying to decide if that's more important or is, is sisterly love. And that'll be interesting to see how they resolve that as they go forward. And, and I just think it's going to be... A, it looks like it's going to be better than the first one. Like, if I had to make a prediction right now, I'm going to guess I'm going to walk out. The first one I walked in, I was like, oh, that was nice. This one, I'm like, that was a good job. I feel like it is going to be more critically well-received. Um, it may not be as popular as it's the viral. first Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's going to be impossible to pass up let it go yeah like it had some iconic moments in the first one that, that are those disney magic moments but this one i think is gonna be more rewatchable all right and that's smart for branding because if they tried to do another frozen they would have made another frozen nobody would have cared because they would have just watched the original frozen and it's kind of what happened to record ralph a bit yeah um but yeah so frozen 2 looks like it's going different directions which is great um, things also going in different directions is Indiana Jones. Uh, they again have a new writer, which is their old writer. I was going to say different um, directions. Kind of went lots of different directions. Uh, so uh, David Kep, is that how you say his name? Um, was the writer. He did Crystal Skull also. But if you go further back, he wrote Spider-Man. He wrote Jurassic Park. He's written a lot of really awesome movies. Mission Impossible, the first one. Um, he did that one as well. And he is now back on. Indiana Jones 5 um, project. I'm just going to read the quote to you guys and then we'll respond to this as we uh, kind of come towards the end of the show. Is uh, He was doing an interview with Den of Geek on another project and the interviewer basically says um, is there anything you can tell us about Indiana Jones 5? I know you're not on the, on the project anymore but is there anything that you can say? And he responds I actually am again. I'm working on it again. We're still trying. 
And I think we've got a good idea this time. We'll see. End quote. Yikes. Aliens. <laughs> Again? Um, Different ones, though. Different aliens. Got in the it. past, they've said what they really try to do is create a... Wherever Indiana Jones is at in time, they try to create a movie around what would have been kind of that era, like what were the, the main things going on in that era, which is where the, in, uh, the uh, uh, space thing and the aliens came from. Because that was kind of the obsession of the country at that time. With, with the, the Cold War and the Space Race. So my question is, is if they bump him up to, like, the 70s... <laughs> oh, no. Hmm. Bigfoot. That, that was a lot of the missing link stuff. I could see them going more cradle of civilization on that. I honestly would love to see them do something with, like, South America or... Yeah. Um, or even, like, in Mexico. Like what happened to some of those lost civilizations that like just that, disappeared. Well, and, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think what is drastically different, because they've covered Judeo-Christianity pretty heavily. heavily, uh, And with great effect, too. Um, and now they they have covered a bit of this Mesoamerica. Did they talk about doing Atlantis at one point? Or is this just in my I, I don't remember that. I mean, that could be something. Indiana that type Jones of thing. is going to ride a water horse. I could see them doing, like, <laughs> more eastern lores which would be interesting which they oh, don't totally. get up but like they, they did uh um uh, more hindu uh feel in the second for the film. second one yeah, yeah. Um, but there's like uh, confucianism and taoism buddhism that would be great to pull from the monkey king the monkey king indiana jones that would make me so happy monkey king indiana jones monkey king um, indiana what do you think jones. of kep's quote because supposedly in two years we're getting this movie and Harrison Ford is quoted recently as saying, we're getting close to filming, which this quote does not make me think they're getting close to filming. Yeah. I don't know. But I think it's supposed to be like July 2021 when this movie comes out. I think it's July 9th. Yikes. Without looking at my notes. You know, that makes me think, is that going to go heavy on the green screens? It's possible. Oh. Yikes. I withhold hope. <laughs> it's going... I. Do you, what, let's ask oh, a simpler question. Is this movie actually going to happen? Yeah. I bet it will. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Harrison Ford is at least willing to do it. He wants to do yeah. it, it sounds like. And even if it's a terrible film, do you know how much money they're going to make? Yeah, absolutely. It really doesn't matter for the, from a budgetary standpoint. Like, they will make money. Do you think it'll be John Williams' last film? Don't. Whoa. Whoa, Nelly. No, I don't think it will. I'm just asking. That was a rude thing to say. No, I just, he's he's kind of putting some indicators out there that he's retiring at some point. And, um, <laughs> yeah, my dad said that too. It's been 15 years. Um, <laughs> it's You've got a point there. I mean, uh, I wouldn't be surprised, though, to see John Williams going to classical music. Like, he's got some amazing classical stuff. I would not be surprised if after Star Wars, he does one more Indiana Jones film and and then focuses all on classical stuff just because talk about a end cap to yeah, an awesome career i could see that him literally just walking into any philharmonic and be like i'm directing you this week <laughs> just yeah pretty much i mean he just did his stuff with the violinists that uh he basically created arrangements for a violinist to do all his music and mm -hmm. he worked with her um but anyway um so we do think the movie will happen mm -hmm. hopefully it will be good we have no predictions on what it will be at this point um, or too many predictions, I guess. Let's let's do this um, for an upcoming show. Let's look at for Harrison Ford's age. 
where would that put them in the timeline of Indiana Jones? Okay. And then let's see if we can narrow it down into kind of the MacGuffins of that era and see if we could uh, maybe create some realistic predictions of where this could go. Does it sound like a good idea? Yes. All right. So go to thegeekscorner.com. That's thegeekscorner.com. It's a website you go to whenever you hear a bell. That was a loud bell. Go to dapsmagic.com. Check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens. Subscribe to your mailing list and find our Patreon because we just changed some things this week. Yes, we did. And uh, subscribe to this YouTube channel while you're at it because we've got a lot of new things coming up. I will be heading out to Walt Disney World next week. So lots of videos, including uh, Epcot Forever, The End of the Illuminations, Reflections of Earth. Uh, Muppets present great moments in American history, which we're very sad to see go. Very. Um, but you won't want to miss any of it because we're going to try to get a ton of it up as quickly as the internet allows us. But that is all the time we have for you this week. So we'll see you around the corner. Bye.